Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It was great to get all the notes yesterday about a lot of BuzzCast listeners agreeing with me that sports really fell back last weekend. Let's hope it can continue. And while the story of yesterday was the scene on the 18th hole at the Ocean Course in Kiowa surrounding Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka, PGA of America CEO Seth Waugh said he spoke to both players and apologized for the scene and lack of control of the crowd. Meanwhile, PGA ratings are expected later today, so look for those in today's news feeds. This is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, May 25th. Good morning. I'm Abe Matcor. Hope everybody is doing well. Let's start with a quick follow-up on the news of the Oakland A's. Yesterday on the buzzcast, we said that the A's said six cities had reached out to them regarding possible relocation. We know that a group of A's executives are touring Las Vegas this week. They also said they will make an official visit to Portland, Oregon next month to explore their ballpark options. So two of the six cities public, Las Vegas and Portland, expressing interest in the Oakland A's. Shifting to the NBA, news yesterday that the NBA is accelerating its push into Africa by creating a new standalone entity that includes the recently launched Basketball Africa League, but NBA Africa will run the league's business in the continent, and it includes outside investment. It also includes a group of former NBA players, Junior Bridgman, Luau Dang, Grant Hill, Dikembe Mutombo, and Joachim Noah have all taken undisclosed minority stakes in NBA Africa. So this is a new business investment for the league. Commissioner Adam Silver thinks it could grow to represent billions of dollars for the NBA. The NBA wants games in Africa. It wants to expand its presence on the continent. It wants to launch NBA academies in Africa. They really want to make basketball a top sport in Africa over the next decade. Now, yes, this investment is similar to what the NBA did with NBA China. NBA China had outside investors, but this one's different in that NBA Africa has a league attached to it. It has the Basketball Africa League with it, and Africa is seen as having more basketball talent. So there's a different element to NBA Africa than there is to NBA China. But at the end of the day, it is all about growing the NBA's brand and business. So the NBA, again, building its brand beyond borders. In another sign that the sports hospitality scene is coming back, NASCAR has expanded its access at track for VIP guests and sponsors and will no longer require people to be vaccinated to get into the infield areas of their tracks. This is a big step forward. Remember, NASCAR started letting guests and sponsors back to pit road and the garage area earlier this month at Darlington. That was the first time since the pandemic. NASCAR had planned to allow guests at only two races, 
Darlington, and Circuit of the Americas, which was last weekend in Austin. But our Adam Stern is reporting that NASCAR will extend the program to the Coca-Cola 600 this weekend in Charlotte and the following weekend's race at Sonoma Raceway. That is one of the most popular races in NASCAR, always has a number of VIPs attending it. This is another sign to opening up the sports economy and shows that NASCAR so far is satisfied that bringing VIP guests back into the infield has not compromised its ability to pull off its races. So that is good news for the sports business. There is more challenging news on the Olympic front as the U.S. State Department issued its highest travel advisory for Japan due to very high levels of COVID in that country. Now that comes less than two months before the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Games. This comes as the CEO of Japan-based SoftBank Group warned of significant dangers around holding the Olympics in Tokyo, further increasing local opposition to the game. So more and more people in Japan speaking out about hosting the Summer Games. Remember, the IOC has said the Summer Games would still open even if some parts of Japan were under a state of emergency. Let's shift to a couple of media stories in the Buzzcast this morning. First, Disney boss Bob Shapek said don't write off the company's linear television business too soon. He spoke at a J.P. Morgan conference on Monday, and he acknowledged a very bright future for ESPN+, Plus. but he said the company is not moving away from ESPN's linear TV business anytime soon, saying that the linear businesses are generating a ton of cash flow, which is funding its direct-to-consumer investments. So again, the linear business funding the launch and execution around ESPN+. Plus. He said significant investments around ESPN+, Plus or Disney+, Plus would be very difficult to execute without the cash flow from the linear television business. He said going forward, one potential holdup for the growth of ESPN Plus are rights constraints from leagues, meaning would the leagues want to remain on linear television and not be put on ESPN Plus? We've talked about that on the Buzzcast. Most sports leagues want the broadest distribution possible. They want to be on the linear TV network. Some have been open about going to ESPN Plus. Others in the future may push back on that, according to Bob Chapek. But some interesting insight from the Disney boss yesterday. Also on the Buzzcast, we've talked about one of the next big rights deals, and that is around the Premier League, as next season is the last season for NBC's six-year deal. We've said that EPL rights are expected to generate a lot of interest in the U.S. market. The EPL is expected to start negotiating its next deal, this coming fall. Remember, NBC Sports has done a lot to grow the Premier League, and it has a good Premier League story to tell this season. Our John Aran noted in his SBJ Media newsletter last night that games on NBC on the broadcast network this year are up 3% from last season. They're averaging almost 860,000 viewers. So any sports property that is seeing an increase in viewership this year, that is a very good story. NBC certainly believes that has helped grow the EPL brand in the United States. How about this for a fact? This year, it produced 914 hours of match and studio programming related to the EPL on linear television 
and its streaming service, Peacock. Now, that's up 31% from last season and almost 50% from 2018 and 2019. So that is a major growth in the amount of programming around the EPL. So I expect NBC Sports and NBC to lead with that storyline in the upcoming talks. Remember, the EPL rights will be up. Then Major League Soccer will be hitting the market around the same time. So massive amounts of soccer programming up for grabs in the U.S. market over the next couple of years. And let's end like we do on the Buzzcast around people. Rarely do you see a top sports executive leave a team in a market to join a crosstown rival. But that's exactly what we're seeing as Jeff Solomon is leaving the Los Angeles Kings after 15 seasons to become the Anaheim Ducks' vice president of hockey operations and assistant general manager. Jeff Solomon is seen as an expert in the NHL's collective bargaining agreement and an expert on the league's salary cap and contracts. Now, he'll oversee all strategic budget planning for the Ducks as it relates to the NHL's labor agreement, as well as salary cap issues. He's a very well-regarded attorney. He's been involved with NHL players and contracts for 35 years. But again, very rare to see someone leave one team like the LA Kings and go to a crosstown rival. That's what Jeff Solomon is doing in California. And finally, we continue to talk about how Jason Wright is changing the face of the Washington football team by building out his executive team. Well, he is adding more expertise in another new area of its business, an area that they didn't have anyone overseeing that business before. It's named Real Madrid Head of Global Partnership Strategy, Zahir Benjamin, as the team's first ever business intelligence and analytics vice president. He'll oversee All of that data and analytics strategy on marketing, on the performance of the brand, on commercial sales. He'll report directly to Jason Wright. And again, a new department and a newly created position for the Washington football team. More and more teams are doing it. Washington football team had apparently been behind in this space. Jason Wright making a big step to get them caught up when it comes to business intelligence. So more and more intellect and more new skill sets added to the team's front office. And I continue to watch how Jason Wright is remaking the executive offices around the Washington football team. I'd keep your eye on that story if I were you. So that is your morning buzzcast. It is Tuesday. It is May 25th. I'm Abe Madcore. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.